Hello, everyone. You're listening to Scientific Healing Radio, and I'm your host, Dr. Anastasia Chopolis. I know the power of vibrational healing by combining physics and ancient healing arts to create my own system that has helped create thousands of medical miracles for my students and clients. When you are ready to stop the financial stress in your big business or coaching practice, connect with me at scientifichealer.com forward slash appointment. Today, my amazing guest is Nancy Martin, who is an abuse prevention expert, women's empowerment coach, and professional dancer with over 20 years of performance experience. And she's taken this and combined it into this really amazing process. Her mission is to reach as many people and girls as possible before they become victims of abuse so they can build a light and happy future. And people, when you smile and you're happy, it raises your frequency and you get healthier, right? That's right. So, yes, and Nancy Martin is a renowned speaker, facilitator, and best-selling author of Dance Your Way to an Empowered Self and the creator of Back Off a proprietary method for teaching women and girls how to embody confidence so they can repel potential abusers and claim their own authentic voice. In her work, she uses a specialized combination of dance movement and intensive coaching to show her clients how to use their bodies powerfully to make the changes needed to repel aggressors and build core confidence. Boy, that just sounds awesome. (laughs) And (laughs) And as a result, they experience a quick dramatic change in self assurance that affects their entire being, including making strong choices. People, it's all about your choice. Voices. Right. And what makes Nancy's approach different from other abuse prevention programs is focus on oneself through lightness and joy rather than trying to change the other through resentment, anger, which never works. You can't change anybody. And because she believes that true power comes from within and you all have it anyway, right? Welcome to the show, Nancy. Mm-hmm. I'm very excited to have you here today to introduce your process to our listeners. Oh, thank you so much for having me. I'm very excited to speak with you about this. I think we have a a great uh, uh, connection here as far as uh, our similarities, as well as the little bits of differences between the ways that we work. I think it's a a great combination for so many. Yes. Yeah. And so really, really what, what you do, the reason why I wanted you to come on and, you know, I saw you speaking at Harvard. (laughs) The reason why I wanted you to come on is because really what you do is all about energy healing and, you know, energy healing comes in all sorts of flavors. You know, a massage is an energy healing. Acupuncture is energy healing. Yoga is energy healing and dance is energy healing. So when you were talking about it, it was really, Really excited. So everyone has a really personal story on why they got started. Would you be willing to share yours? Sure. So my my history is I unfortunately have been a victim of all types of abuse from a very small child all the way up through my young adulthood. And it was, it, again, it was all different types. It was physical, it was emotional, it was sexual, it was all different types from all different people. And I think so many of us start to feel what's wrong with me, why is it happening to me, but in such a way of I was born this way, there's nothing I can do about it. Through all of my 
focusing on myself and the trainings that I've gone through and everything else, I've realized, yes, it's not, you know, the entire world is bad and, and targeting me. But what it is, is I did have the power inside of me. And, you know, it was a bit of, it is me, but I had the power, as you say, to make better choices, different choices, more powerful choices. And for me, that came from learning about how to change my core confidence Mm -hmm. And listening to my intuition, which is, I believe, another way of energy healing is yes. tapping into that intuition and actually using it when it talks to us. Uh, absolutely. That, that little inner voice that tells you this is not right, even when you're a little child. Um, you know, my mom always said, up until you're 18, you're a victim. And after that, you're a volunteer. So... You know, when you're a small child, you still know that what's happening to you, there's something not right about it. And I had to have very similar experiences to you where I had a lot of verbal abuse. Um, I'd gotten raped. You know, I had I had things happen to me. And I realized that just like what you were saying is that 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 core confidence that should that should have been there, that little voice inside was telling me, no, 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 this isn't right, and I should be able to stop it, but I felt like I didn't have a choice in the matter. And, right. and I love that you're telling all women, and especially the younger ones, that you do have a choice. You do have a choice. And that I grew up with that message of, um, and it's not even necessarily message, but it's a learning that I learned. Mm -hmm. So it wasn't said in these words, but in the environment that I was in and just my personality and the combination of who I was and where I was and what was being done, the message I received was everyone's smarter than you. Everyone's better than you. They make better choices than you. They know more than you, even when it came to my own body. Yes. It's like everybody else had the magic and you weren't, you didn't get it. Right. And so when my voice said one thing, and someone else's voice said another, mm -hmm. I would push to listen to theirs because they knew better than I did. And yes. so it wasn't until, and I know I'm not alone in that, right? I know I'm not alone. I, I, I think this is epidemic. It really is. It really is. is. Mm -hmm. And statistically, once someone is abused, chances are they will be again and again. It's very rare that it happens only one time to someone. So again, that tells us that that's something within us that we could do something about it, that we can repel others. And again, doing it with anger or frustration or regret, it's, it's not going to do that. And it's going to close you off from all the joy and love that's in this life. And so really it is about tapping into your own joy and love and developing your intuition and your ability to love yourself and trust yourself. And then when all that happens, those decisions you were talking about are just easy. They just flow. They're not difficult decisions. You don't sleep, have sleepless nights wearing it. They just flow when you're in tune with your own confident core. Well, yes. And as soon as your decisions are in alignment with your inner values, that's when health and wealth and relationships and everything start to flow, you know, in yeah. through you, into you and out from you. Right. And the anger, the anger, like, um, I know that anger can be very propelling. It can really propel you into action. And anger really 
I didn't ever understand it. I always would push it down when I was younger. And sure. I understood then that anger is letting you know that your boundaries have been violated, that something right. is not right. And rather than responding with anger, saying, okay, now I got the message that that's not right. How can I transform it, right? That's right. That's right. I, I'm not of the belief I, I really stay away from positive negative when it comes to emotions or feelings or anything else, because they all have a message for us. They're all valid and they're all extremely useful in one way or another. It's just learning how to use them in a way that works for you. And right. again, tapping into that intuition, what is this emotion? What is this feeling really saying to me? Absolutely. And something about someone else Keep looking until you find the message that has to do with yourself. Oh, yes, absolutely. Because what other people think about you is none of your business. And what you think about somebody else is none of their business. That's it's right. all got to do with what you, what you need to process internally, right? That's right. That's absolutely right. Yes. Yeah. So how did you get this idea started? Because your business is really unique. Uh, other people use, you know, they get you into some sort of um, self-defense training and it's all about, you know, I'm going to get them before they get me and kind of thing. And this is way yeah. different. And I just love your approach. So how did you get this whole thing started? Like what, what was the big epiphany? Yeah. So what happened for me was I went through this amazing coaching school several years ago called the Newfield Network. They're out of Colorado and they just do amazing work with ontological coaching. So the ontology is the whole being. So mm -hmm. we touch on all of that. And the way that they teach it is through um, our words, our language, the way in which we use our words to ourselves or towards others, um, our emotions and mm -hmm. moods and how they affect our words and they affect each other. Mm -hmm. And the third piece is the body and how the body affects both of those things. Both, it's all one beautiful way of being. It's how we are in the world, right? But what it also does is it gives us three separate, separate ways of tapping into ourselves when we want to improve something. So if we're trying to change the definition of something, but it's just not sticking, well, let's try the body or let's try the move. So it gives us all these different avenues. And because I was a dancer for almost all of my life, the, I realized that my confidence on the dance floor, when I, was, when I was going through all of those things in that first part of my life where I was continually being abused, that confidence wasn't in my life anywhere except for the dance floor. Mm -hmm. And so the, when I learned about somatics and how the body affects everything, this huge light bulb went off and I was like, that's why, that's how it was because I was using my body in this in control, you know, confident way, but not, I wasn't able to take it out into the world because I just didn't know what I didn't know. Right. And so then that's when I made that connection of my goodness, how I can change how many dancers are out there started off with the dancers that they speak my language and I can help them take that confidence from the stage and move it into their everyday life. And now I realize it's not just the dancers, it's everyone who doesn't love to move to a fantastic piece of music. <laughs> I don't, I can't think of anybody. Right? And isn't music just the quickest way to change our moods? 
Oh, absolutely. It, uh, because the notes come in and they start to resonate with us. And there are now even a lot of science that shows that if you just change the tone just very slightly by yes. a few, by a, a few hertz, just change it slightly, it starts to resonate in the body really, really well. Yes. And yes. the whole, the whole scale. So it starts to move things like loud music will move things through you. It's, right. uh, there's a lot of healing music out there. That's right. That's yes. right. And, so, and yes, it was just this conglomeration of all of it coming together and saying my, and then realizing I couldn't find anyone else that's doing this. And for, it was so powerful for me that I, I got to the point where I said, I'm not allowed to keep this inside anymore. I'm not allowed to not share this with as many people as I possibly can because of what it's done for my life. Yeah. So, you know, just to put, for everybody to understand and put it into context that there's eight factors that have been researched for 70 to 80 years in top universities all across the country, medical schools to show that well-being, longevity, and health are connected to eight factors. And the third factor, okay, a number eight is how you take care of your body. But the third factor is creative expression. And mm -hmm. dance and music fits into that. That's so right. when you're in that place, that's where joy starts to happen. And, you know, you really need all eight of them. Like the first one's relationships. And number two is your, you know, a satisfying career. So yes. you've now created that for yourself. Super Absolutely. satisfying career and now creative expression together. Yes. And, right? And that's, I am just like so tickled pink. So who, who is it that seeks you out? So when you put out the signals that I'm here and, you know, you put the message out and you connect with people, who, who is it that seeks you out? So it really is. I, I found that it, there is such a variance of between um, people that are, you mentioned before about um, self-defense classes and things like that. Um, people that are sending their girls off to college where it's been kind of a tradition to send them to self-defense classes because they know that there's unfortunately still a, a, an issue with different types of abuse in girls in college. But again, statistically, we know that, that it's not the stranger in the back alley that's going to mm -hmm. get you, right? Mm -hmm. It's true. Mm -hmm. love and care for and want to, you know, be nice to and you're afraid to say no to. And those are the people that actually make the way in and hurt you. And you when you feel that way about someone, it's very difficult for you to, the, to then, you know, kick Just them say. where it counts or whatever it is and run away. <laughs> so I'm not saying that that's that it's not a good thing to do. But what I'm saying is statistically, let's also work on not be looking like a victim in the first place. Exactly. And right? the, it shows back to begin with, right? There've been a number of studies of, you know, they dress up uh, younger women in older women's outfits and make them walk feebly. And they are the ones that are attacked more often and their purses ripped off than if you stand up straight and walk with confidence because they right. know you put out the signal, don't mess with me, bub. I mean business. That's right. Right. So there's a whole set of college age girls, young women that are looking for this type of confidence and what, how wonderful would that have been for me? Oh gosh, if I had that back then. Me too. 
right? <laughs> so that is definitely a big, big target audience that's looking for it, longing for it, and that I absolutely love working with. And then the other one is women of all ages that have had the history that we have and mm -hmm. are done with it and maybe just don't know how to make that happen. How well, they want, right. They want to get that um, victim energy out of their body. Cause That's if it's right. in one cell, it's in all your cells, yep. right? We need to release all that victim energy and heal from it. And, you know, and basically say no more. No That's more right. to this, right? That's right. Yes. There's a whole section of my training. I've done whole workshops on the positive power of no. Mm -hmm. And just learning how to say it with care and, and how it's a gift, really. Mm -hmm. That word no of using it appropriately. And mm -hmm. so, yes, it's learning all ends of that. Of, and again, they all come from that core confidence. Like yes, absolutely. So what's, so what's a typical result? Like, you know, you're getting people before, you know, the college bound, you're getting them before it happens, or it may have happened already. And now they're going to be away from family that could protect them, for example. Right. right. But, but what about what about the people that have experienced the abuse? What what's the typical result when somebody comes to see you and say, no more, I don't want to be a victim anymore? Right. And so what happens? happens is not only am I able to help them move forward in a way where they look confident and everything, but through this process, through learning how to tap into themselves and who they are, the forgiveness for themselves start to happen also so that they are able to release what has happened to them. Not saying they say it's a, it, you know, it was okay or anything like that. And it's not, you know, victim shaming or anything around that. It's really about building confidence. And with that confidence comes the knowledge that I only knew what I knew at the time. And that's okay. And now I learned from it. And that's okay. And now I can move forward without living. Because what I've heard is so many people that um, are living in resentment and anger are just reliving that one day over and over and over again in one way or another. Yeah, they it's are like reliving that one circumstance and every single day unable to really move forward. Yes. So when we're able to heal that. Yeah, it's wow. like getting raped over and over and over and over again it every day. It really, really is. Mm -hmm. And then anyone or anything that reminds you of that day and you're in that day every day, so everything's going to remind you of that. Mm -hmm. becomes the bad guy and the wall gets thicker and the wall gets thicker and the wall gets thicker. And you get more and more isolated because, right. you know, and I, I like that what you said about victim shaming, you know, when that happened to me, the act itself was not nearly as traumatic as how I got treated afterwards, That's right. both, both by my boyfriend and then later husband. And he basically was abusive to me for 10 years over it until I finally said no more and had to divorce him. And yeah. the other was, was how my mom treated me. Mm -hmm. Right. So, yes. you know, on the one hand, she made sure I was all right. And then as soon as she realized that I was going to be okay physically, then right. she started in on that. And, you know, it, it's, it's like, well, wait a minute, I'm the victim here. <laughs> Why are you treating me like I was the perpetrator? <laughs> right, exactly, exactly. 
Yes. 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 So healing those wounds is so, so important. And you really can't fully move forward without that forgiveness Mm -hmm. for yourself. Yes. And And the realization that that we can't change the past, but we can change the story that we, that we talk about with the past. Yes. Right. You're rewriting. We only really remember the last time we told a story. We don't remember the actual facts of the story. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's, that's a really great point. And so when we relive this every day and the wall gets thicker and the feeling gets uglier, even the memory and the story becomes so much further than it actually did that it does truly take over our lives. So if we slowly start to change the story with every time we tell it to ourselves in a lighter way, mm-hmm. in a more loving way towards ourselves it'll eventually, it'll end up in the past where it belongs. Yes. And, you know, for me, it's like totally in the past. If I mention it, it has absolutely no emotional impact. And I only tell it because it helps other people to know that there is life and joy on the other side. That's right. 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 Yes. Yes. That this, this place of darkness that you think it's, you're just, you were just one of those people you weren't supposed to be happy or, you know, whatever those thoughts are that we have, or God made me this way and I can't help it. Yeah. yeah. Oh. And then the other is I wasn't smart enough to, to avoid oh. it. Well, right. I, I don't know too many people that, you know, I'm a physicist, right? I don't know too many people. I was at the top of my class at UCLA. I got the top out of 200 people, the absolute top grades in many of my classes that were, you know, horrendously difficult. So it doesn't, yes. it means I didn't have brains. I have brains. That's right. That's right. That's right. <laughs> right. Yes. So yes, we tell ourselves so many things in yes. order to keep that story going. Yeah. So I'd like to take a quick break now. And after the break, I'd like to talk about a really tough case and some helpful tips to help people, you know, some of the things that you learned really quick tips. So I want to remind all of our listeners, you're listening to Scientific Healing with Dr. Anastasia Chopolis. Today, my special guest is Nancy Martin, abuse prevention expert. When we return after the break, we'll dive deeper into her process and give you the first steps or tips to preventing abuse. Hello, hello. This is Dr. Anastasia Chopolis, the scientific healer. And today on Raise Your Frequency, I'm going to talk about how distance healing works. And it's from a quantum mechanical or quantum physics perspective and how you can transcend separation to healing someone anywhere in the world. Quantum science is actually stranger than fiction. What is quantum physics? You hear all the time, quantum this and quantum that. Quantum is like quantity. It means that there is a discrete, quantum is a discrete amount. It's all about the behavior of tiny particles at the atomic or the subatomic level. And they don't do what large objects do. In fact, compared to what large objects do, (laughs) their behavior is actually very bizarre. So now if you imagine that every electron that is around every atom needs to be (laughs) accounted for from zero to infinity, what is that saying? That's saying that all um, electrons are 
actually able to interact with all atoms in the universe. So that means that we are all connected just by virtue of quantum physics. And the way it actually works is that until you find where the electron is, the electron exists in all space. It is actually a waveform that continues in all space. So now you have this electron that's this waveform that occupies all space or is infinite. So that means that every particle is connected to every other particle and everything is connected all the time. That means that the possibility of distance healing, in other words, me sitting here and you sitting wherever you are, that if I, if I do some energy work, like I shift your energy field or I clean your energy field up, I bring you here in front of me. I've transcended the distance and I work on you right here because this is our physical reality, right? So, um, so science actually shows you how energy healing can work at a distance. So what I've talked about today are two things. One is that we're all connected and two, quantum physics tells us that we can transcend distance in an instant. In other words, you can be here and show up over here in an instant, right? In, in, in the energy world. But what I want to tell you is that you all, because this is reality for all of us, you all can do the same things. You know that you're connected to everyone. You know that you can transcend distance and that you can heal yourself. And you can also hear your family members, your friends, your clients. Everybody has this ability to heal. And what I'd like to do is I've reserved time on my calendar to have a conversation because I'm opening up a comprehensive, full-blown healing program for you to be able to do all of this on your own. And I have, because I'm a scientist, I've created a series of protocols to be able to, for you to connect and do all of those things that I can do. I've taught other people to do this, these things like, um, processing processes and healing cancer processes and helping people have more energy, get more sleep, um, heal chronic diseases, all of these things. I've helped them actually um, do this for other people and the results are very rapid. So I'm, I'm, I have put together, I have taught little courses like this before, but this is now a more comprehensive course. And based on the results from the other courses, I have developed a brand new program. There's a link for scheduling an appointment for with me right there. So when you're ready to uh, work with me or to speak with me about this, I'm happy to connect with you. Welcome back. You're listening to Scientific Healing with Dr. Anastasia Chopoulos. You can discover more about scientific healing and the deceptively simple processes for interacting with others positively and effectively. Go to scientifichealer.com, energize me to find out about my brand new certification program. Before the break, we were talking to Nancy Martin about lightness and fun to prevent abuse and dancing your way into it. You know, <laughs> so let's dive deeper into our process. Welcome back, Nancy. Hi, thank you. <laughs> so, Nancy, before the break, we were talking about some of the typical results you get when working with others. Let's talk about a, 
a really tough case, like somebody who was really da far down that, that deep hole and how you help them come back? Yes. So in that case, it's even more important that we tap into our bodies. In our society, just in a, in a general day-to-day -day life, we do put intellect way far above the physical body. Mm -hmm. And we talk about our physical bodies as if they're a possession, you know? Well, my body did this to me, or oh, I hate my body, or oh, this about my body, that my body, my body, my car, my house, my phone, my body. We, we treat it as if it's just this exterior possession not, you know, the body part of me. I, it's me. It is literally the only way that I can communicate with anybody else in the world. There's no way to communicate with anyone else unless I'm using my body in one way or another. Mm -hmm. And so it's those cases that, are, that we really have to dive in deep into embodying the change that they need to see. And so it really just is about practice, practice, practice. And the, when you first start these practices, they're going to feel awkward and you're going to feel silly and that's laugh your way through them. I don't care <laughs> because it really is about muscle memory. And then with the muscle memory will come the emotional memory. And with the emotional memory will come the verbiage memory and it'll all start to flow forward. But yes, the hardest cases, that's when we dig further, further into the body and just doing more and more body work. Well, and the thing that a lot of people really don't understand is that what your body is doing is reflected in your hormones and your neuro um, neurotransmitters and the neurotoxins that you put out for yourself. So if you say, I hate my body, you're putting out poison to your body. Yes. And, and the more you say you hate it, like one lady kept saying, I don't want to be here. And all of a sudden she had inoperable cancer and boom, she was gone. <laughs> right. And I hear yeah. these stories all the time because I'm in this energy realm. So I tell people to stand up straight and put your shoulders back. Just that act will lower your stress hormones inside of two minutes. Yes. Right? And yes. then put a smile on your face. And again, I, it, I don't care how silly you feel, right? Because the reality is if you leave it there for about five seconds, it will turn genuine. Yes, it, it does. It it's there, there's this two-way conversation between you, what's going on inside you, your emotions, your neurotransmitters, you yeah. know, your serotonin levels, your dopamine levels, all of that um, is, you know, if you start dancing like you are saying, if you start dancing, that will also change everything that's happening in you. And psychiatrists have noticed for decades, I've known this for decades, that um, they can't, a person can't be depressed while they are in motion. If you are walking, things change. You know, yes. the neurotransmitters in the brain, the way it's affected and the depression uh, completely lightens up. Yes, yes. Right? Well, in fact, that's even a trick that I use in my own coaching. Even if I'm coaching over the phone, if I start to get stuck and I'm, I just can't make that next jump, the first thing I do is I stand up and I just start walking in circles and all of a sudden every, you know, it does, it just shifts your perception of everything in order yes. to bring more ideas in. 
Well, well, yeah. And the reason why it's blocked, the reason why it's blocked is that when you're too, you know, when you're too into yourself, as soon as you do three things, you occupy your brain and it allows everything to flow. So the brain can only take three inputs. So if you get up and walk around, you smile and you focus on something else, boom, the floodgates open. It blossoms. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) exactly and I love the idea of using the higher energy emotions so we know from scientific studies that when people are happy their heart emits a much higher frequency their body field has a much higher frequency in it they're healthier they have better relationships so shifting out of this anger which can feel empowering for the moment i remember i got angry really angry at my mom one day and i went out and i took all the dandelions out of my yard and there were a lot of them i just like digging in okay that's out okay that's out okay that's out (laughs) so i and you know animals that was the right thing to do because animals when they're upset they will dissipate their energy physically Right. Yeah. So, right. And so, so by using joy and movement, you're doing all of those things that have been proven over the years in research and in the laboratory and in medical schools to really work. Yes. Yeah. I even have um, a small rebounder, a small mini trampoline in my house. (laughs) Those times where if it's really bad outside or, you know, whatever it is, and I need that extra boost, both my son and I will just, it's just in front of the the middle of the living room. And, you know, we'll just get on there and jump, you know, for a couple minutes and then everything. Yeah, everything is better. Everything changes. Yeah. Yeah, I I do some yoga for that. (laughs) Yeah, there's all kinds of stuff around. um, I'm learning about rebounding, though, and the thyroid and all kinds of goodness that's that's scientifically around. Yes, you know, I've heard. And it is also yeah. really helps with detoxing the body, yes. the rebounding. Yes. Exactly. Oh, the last time I got sick, it was one day gone versus the time before it was two weeks. Yeah. Just, I just rebounded everything out of my lungs. Yeah. yeah. You and I should connect later. I'll show yes. you how to not have a, even one day. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> well, I know what caused that one. It had been years. Okay, there you go. Yeah, so what was going on there? (laughs) Yeah, so um, for a healer, a coach that feels a calling to make a bigger impact with his or her gifts, what would you say would be your top tips for them? Because you're obviously your business is thriving. So, you know, I just heard a statistic that 65% of the businesses fail in the first couple of years. And, and, you know, I've been in, I've been doing what I've been doing for about six years and, uh, you know, it's got no signs of slowing down. I I love what I do. Right. And I can see how much you love what you do. So what would be a top tip for them? Really what I have found for myself, my top tip is to take my own advice. So, (laughs) right. So many of us, we know what the answer is and we you know want to share it with the world but yet we don't do it ourselves we won't do our own self-healing we won't do the techniques that we're teaching we don't take the time to do what we know works so well and we want to share with everyone else but we're not practicing it ourselves enough yes and once i started taking my own advice that's when the business started rolling because it gave me the energy the proper energy with the right 
level, that right energetic level to allow the success to come to me. Well, yes. And as soon as you clear off all of the, you know, I call it the white noise that's in your energy field, people yeah. can see you. <laughs> exactly. They, they don't see you before because all they see is this white noise happening energetically. I mean, we could, we could get scientific about it, but that's actually what's happening. Yes. <laughs> and uh, I, I have been actually doing my own kind of healing for years. I have either run or walked since I was 14. So like mm. over 50 years every right. morning <laughs> and, and eating healthy, but that's not enough. You know, I got sick in the middle of that. Um, but that's not enough. But you know, then I started doing all of the other things and it, it brought me back to health. And now, yes. you know, here I am at 65 being able to um, you know, have a fully functioning body, fully functioning mind and no medication. It's awesome, yeah. right? <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. So, so you finally took your own advice. Right? Well, it's that I had to learn what it was because I was sure. doing all the right things and I still got sick. And right, right. that's my story is that there are eight factors and number eight is the physical care. Yeah. And the others, the others just for the listeners to hear and also for you to yeah. realize is the first is good relationships having and one including the relationship with yourself to That's not right. you know to love your body to love you know this this body is housing your spirit That's which right. is which is vibrating at this very high level and wants you to succeed then number two is a satisfying career, something that you're going to do that gives you the satisfaction that you're doing something worthwhile with yourself. Yeah. And even if it's just to clean houses, you're helping somebody else, right. right? Yep. And number three is creative expression, dance, writing, singing, mm -hmm. um, you know, music, drawing, uh, you know, any way you express yourself. Number four is financial health. So that means that means not that you have a lot of money, but that you have a good relationship with money, that right. you don't put values on it that it doesn't deserve. That's like right. money yeah. doesn't buy you happiness or um, you have to work hard for your money or money is the root of all evil. It's given all of this stuff. If you yeah. have a really healthy thing with money, then it will flow in and out, you know, the way it's supposed to. Yeah. Number five is your sexuality. Number six is your, and you know, I didn't want to be a woman for a long time. <laughs> so that was, that was a tough one yeah. for me. Right. And then number six is your spiritual health. Your, uh, you know, you understanding that you are not the highest power on earth, <laughs> <laughs> right. that there is, there is a, a spirit, you know, we are uh, spirits having a physical experience. Yeah. And then number seven is mental and emotional health. You know, what you think, what you feel Yeah, you know, that plays a, a much bigger role than, than what you eat and what you put in your body, but you need all eight. Yes. You yep. can't abuse any one of them. Right. You know, seven of them will pull the eighth one up, but it's good to address that one thing. Yes. And so, so you're addressing a lot. You're addressing sexuality, you're addressing, right. You're addressing creative expression, you're addressing career, you're addressing, um, you know, relationship. So you can have a healthy relationship instead of an abusive or dysfunctional one. Right. right? Yeah. So I, I love your, I love your process. 
Thank you. And right. yeah, I believe again at that, you know, building that core confidence, mm-hmm. which means tapping into your intuition, which mm-hmm. means tapping into your spirituality. Mm-hmm. If all of that is in place, it'll be easier to find all of those eight things connected yes, to that core. Absolutely. And you just have to put one foot in front of the other. That's right. If, if everything is missing, just pick one and go for it. That's right. Yep. Right. Yep. Yes. Yes. And so, um, so what makes you different from other people? Like, you know, you have this business that's thriving. What makes you, what, what do you think, you know, is there something in your thinking or your mindset or whatever that you could offer to other people? Well, the, what makes me different from other people that focus on abuse, for instance, is the idea of the higher frequencies. It is the idea of the lighter, you know, moods. Yes, there are going to be times that you're going to address those things, but you don't have to cry all the time in order for big change to happen. <laughs> big change can happen in joy and lightness too, because I believe that where you make your change, whatever mood you make your big changes in yourself is going to be the mood that you will carry through into the future after making those changes or through making those changes. And so if you're making these changes in depression, that's what you're going to pull forward into your future. But if you're making these changes in joy and lightness, that's what your future holds. Yeah, that's a, that's a really awesome, anytime you make a decision, um, you know, if you're making the decision out of fear, it's the wrong reason. You're, yes. You know, it's not the time to do it. Like if I'm depressed, I would never write a letter of recommendation for one of my <laughs> students, for example, because right. it would come across in the letter, right? Right, right. Because <laughs> <laughs> right. I wrote hundreds of letters. Um, you know, I used to teach pre-meds and pre-dentals and I wrote hundreds and hundreds of letters of recommendation. Sure. So when I was a good mood, I'd like, you know, pound out about oh. 10 of them. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and um, so, so in your business and in your coaching, what's the biggest lesson that you learned that if you were to do over again, you would pass on to someone like something that, that, uh, you know, kept you back for a while, maybe. Sure. Yes. And the game changer for me is (laughs) that ability to allow the great things to come, right? Mm -hmm. It was this realization that it's not something that you have to scrape and drag and crawl towards in order to obtain. Yes, you need to exert a lot of effort. Yes, there's a lot of work involved, but when it's something you love, it's not work, quote unquote, right? It's, it's getting towards where I want to be. And so even the tasks that aren't so great, you'll find that you enjoy them more anyway, because, just because you're living your life the way you want it to. But so the realization was that the abundance and what it is that I was meant to do and the way in which I was meant to do it has always been just surrounding me. It wasn't so far away that I had to run and race and scrape and crawl to get it. It's always been right here. And it's just allowing myself to be able to see it and come in and listen to its message and allow abundance to come to me. 
that's a really beautiful it's a really beautiful message too many people ask the question how when they should be asking the question what yes right because the how the how will come as you're saying just being open to it you know somebody will show up like um all right right now i have i have a a, a really superb coach but he needed wow. healing so i could not have afforded to pay him his services because he's very expensive i could yeah. not have afforded it but since he needed healing we've exchanged and not only that but his business has grown as a result of this exchange like he's now you know his he's thriving in a way wow. that he never even imagined possible and um he's given me some of the very best advice I've ever received that has allowed me to grow. Like two months ago, I didn't, I have my, my certification program almost full. I've capped it at 12 mm -hmm. and I've got 10 and this, they're all enrolled in the last two weeks. And mm. I could not have done it without his key advice. Right. right. I've gotten advice yeah. from, I have other coaches too, but I've gotten advice from him that was just like so spot on that yeah. it kind of put the cherry on the cake. So you never know when something incredibly valuable is going to come your way. That's right. right. And if you're not open enough to receive it, if you won't allow it in, yeah. if those walls are too thick, you won't yeah. be able to see everything that's, that's available to you. Right. And, and it's all there. The universe, yeah. like everybody says, the universe provides, and it sounds kind of like woo woo and out there, but really being open to it. Like at first, when he first proposed it, well, I want healing from you. I'd be willing to coach you. And at first I thought, Oh, you know, I already have coaches, you know, but it has been, and yeah. so there was something inside say, Oh, just try it for a while. Yeah. Yeah. Again, <laughs> It's, it's listening to the intuition, right? Right. Open enough to say, you know, I'm willing to listen to the intuition, even though my, you know, even though it's not say, practical. Hey, you have coaches, right? Right. Right. It's not practical. You know, yes. I have I have two really amazing coaches, and it's not practical for right. me to move to a new coach. And I thought, oh, you know, I don't need another coach. I've got yeah. this, you know, going for a long time. And but he's just been yeah, and he's now turned into a great friend, right? <laughs> See that? Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. And so, so just so, being open and listening to your intuition is exactly. Yep. So you have an amazing gift to offer to my listeners. Yes. You know, you're, you are going to offer them a free consultation to That's help right. them, you know, to help you listeners move to your next step. So a lot of times you can't see it. Nancy is an expert on it, right? So it's a personal consultation with Nancy herself, not one of her coaches, not anybody else, just with Nancy to help you get started on the road to recovery or the road to never having it in your life. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> so to get, you know, her website is nancymartincoaching.com. But to get that special gift to just my listeners, you go to scientifichealingradio.com forward slash Nancy Martin. And there's no dash. It's just Nancy spelled the normal way, N-A-N-C-Y-M-A-R-T-I-N.
So that way you can claim your free gift to have That's a right. consultation. And I urge you to do it because she's awesome, right? She's a really a great expert. And um, I every time I've talked to her, I've absolutely love it because she is completely in alignment with her values and with my values and with, you know, really, really bringing you to your best self. And I just love people who are so integrous and so, um, you know, helping and giving. And I, I want you to make sure you go to scientifichealingradio.com forward slash Nancy Martin to claim your free gift because there'll be a special link right there for you. <laughs> oh, Nancy, it's been a total pleasure having you on. I loved hearing about your process. Oh, and I, I love speaking to you every time, too. It just lightens my whole spirit. Thank you so much. I love it. Yeah, that's what being a healer is all about, right? That's right. <laughs> and that we can um, have fun while we're doing our work, too. That's right. Yes. Because it hasn't felt like work this whole hour, and doing a radio show is work. That's right. For both of us, right? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Okay, Nancy. Um, uh, awesome. Awesome. So thank you for listening to Scientific Healing and for a wonderful guest, Nancy Martin. You can connect with her at scientifichealingradio.com forward slash Nancy Martin to get her free gift, which is a, a consultation with her to get you started. Let's you and I connect. Go to scientifichealer.com to get your free 11 minute wake up your brain healing audio. It helps my clients and students stay focused and energized and more creative throughout the day. And I know that some of you that help or heal others intuitively or energetically are ready to take your gift to make a huge impact in the world far beyond where you ever imagined you can go. I invite you into a conversation with me right now. I've reserved time on my calendar for you at scientifichealer.com forward slash appointment. This is Dr. Anastasia Chopolis. Until next time.